Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Redeemer's Sermon Podcast. The readings appointed for this sermon are from Baruch, chapter 5, verse 1 through 9, Canticle 16, Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 1, verse 3 through 11, and the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 3, verse 1 through 6. Open our minds, warm our hearts, but also bend our wills. For we seek to hear your word. Amen. Friday morning, rolled out of bed, turkey still in our bellies, warm slippers on our feet, in a house with heat, and locally roasted coffee. <laughs> thankful, and yet unfulfilled. The age-old question of expectation resounded around the family breakfast table. My sister took a big bite of cinnamon roll, still chewing, blurted out, so is Christmas here yet? We were all thinking it. I mean, seriously, it's November 28th. Let's get a show on the road, people. Every year, we rush. We rush right through Thanksgiving. We rush through our gratitude, ready to move on to bigger and better things. Pine-scented candles and mulled wine, and of course, all those presents. Lots and lots and lots of presents. Oh yeah, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. Why wait? I mean, really, why wait? I saw a six-foot-tall statue of Santa Claus all decked out in crushed red velvet and a bell-encrusted cap before Halloween. We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. Waiting makes us uncomfortable. And I don't know why, but for some reason, right around this time of year, we all revert to our toddler brain, where we've got to have it right now. Not in two minutes, right now. I mean, why would I wait for my groceries to be delivered in more than two hours when Amazon can do that for me? Waiting has always been uncomfortable for people. And waiting in an age of instant gratification, well, that is almost unbearable. Our reading for today asks us to lean in to that discomfort, to embrace the advent of the present age, to sit in the discomfort and chaos and mess and see that the thing we are waiting for is already here. It's already here. The gospel lesson that we hear this morning on the eschaton positions us perfectly in a place of waiting that we don't want to be in. We don't want to be there 
in the fear and confusion and distress, the end of the world as we know it? The sea is roaring, the heavens are shaking, and I don't know about you, but the whole thing is so overwhelming, I'd rather just be unconscious for the whole ordeal. Apocalypse? No thanks. Armageddon? Come again? No. I'll take that little tiny baby wrapped up like a burrito with all those little animals around and angels singing Silent Night while stars glimmer in the sky, shooting to and fro. Is Jesus here yet? Is it Christmas? Can we get it on the road? Just over seven years ago, I was in a sort of advent with my son, Constantine. You guys know him as Teal, probably. He was all warm and snuggly there in my womb, That little baby was so comfortable, just chilling out in my uterus, being nurtured, nothing to worry about. Copious amounts of leafy greens and fresh berries and nonfat proteins. I mean, I ate so well during my first pregnancy that you would have thought I was on the keto, Mediterranean, and Noom diet all at the same time. That little guy was comfortable in there. Comfortable just waiting. Knowing that he would have everything he needed. Knowing he was surrounded by love. And that he could count on us to do everything in our power to get him safely to the other side. I tried waiting. (laughs) I tried waiting well. It wasn't easy. I had to slow down and ask for help a lot. You all know I'm super good at that. It was devastating to my ego, honestly. I had to let go of trying to control everything, which almost felt unbearable at times. That Advent, I remember because it was especially a humbling one. Waiting waiting and waiting. By 40 weeks, I was done, done waiting. I was determined to get that baby born. There were signs in the sun and moon and stars and on earth distress, labor pains, contractions, waves of emotion, and plenty of fear to go around. I was done. And my family and friends were done too. They'd call or text every day. Is he here yet? Is he here yet? I wanted the waiting to be over. I wanted to get on to the next part, the baby and the burrito part. I wanted someone else to carry him. I wanted to be done with Advent. And you know what? That little guy, he wasn't born until three and a half weeks later. Three and a half weeks. Exactly the amount of time from now until Christmas. So I want to let you all in on a little something I learned after the fact about waiting. The waiting is only the first part. 
the slowing down, the taking stock, the preparing the way. That is so important for us to do. And also, Advent is a time to recognize what already is. What already is right here among us. What is here right now that we can be thankful for? Look, says Jesus, the fig tree is putting forth its figs. The leaves are changing. Pay attention. Something miraculous is already happening right here and right now. All this time when you thought you were just waiting in vain, the word is already very near to you. While we're waiting for something better to happen, Jesus asks us to see the signs that God is here. God is here right now in the mess and the chaos, in the discomfort, in the challenging of our egos, in the needing, in the pain, in the asking for help. God is here. God who was and is and is to come. So stand up, the gospel says. Stand up and raise your heads. Your redemption is near. God does not want you to be overcome just by the waiting, by being weighed down by the worries of this life. What's it going to be like later on? God wants for us to see that in the midst of our waiting, there are lessons to be learned, things to be nurtured, and love to be shared. In our waiting, in our advent, we can be present to the kingdom of God in this place, in this time. Stand up. There is no need to postpone gratitude or delay in giving gifts. There is no need to defer a check on your ego, no reason to reschedule righteousness. You all can see the signs of the end of the world as we know it. Just open your eyes. It's all around us. You see the signs of the end of the world as we know it. And this is a good thing. It's a good thing. Because the world as we know it is not working for most people. It's certainly not working for the poor, the outcast, the immigrant, the ones imprisoned. The world as we know it is not working for the kind of people who Jesus hung out with. And I wonder, what if this year, instead of just dwelling in an unbearable advent of dissipation and drunkenness, we decided to show up for Jesus, to stand up, to raise our heads, to be present to his presence among us? What if we were willing to hope 
for the kingdom of God and make it alive and real right here and right now? What if we stopped waiting in vain and instead waited with promise? Promise for a world that more closely resembled God's dream for humanity. Love, peace, sharing of resources, freedom. What if this Advent we didn't rush to Christmas, but instead allowed ourselves to be transformed by the love and the life that is growing inside of us. The days are surely coming, says the Lord. Amen.